Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, April 4th, 2016. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading, email me, AllieThees at Yahoo.com, or hit me up on Keen. All the information is down below in the show's notes. And if you'd like to support me and the Ask Allie podcast on Patreon, that information too is in the show's notes. I don't have any announcements. I was thinking about it. Do I have any? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I don't. I hope you guys have had a good week. Nothing too out of the ordinary going on here. Um, I actually start trading on a bus this coming week. So start the first one today, Monday. So it'll be interesting. (laughs) It will be very, very interesting. I have a newfound respect for bus drivers. I had no idea that a school bus driver has to know as much as they do. You know, I thought they got in and drove the damn bus. No. (laughs) Oh, no. There's just so much to know before you get in the bus to drive. And then while you're driving the bus, and then when you're done with your bus route, what has to happen? Yeah, I may have gotten in over my head. I don't know. This is definitely a challenge for sure. I will say one thing. The children that were my bus aide um, on the special needs buses, uh, those kids love me. We have fun. We dance. We sing. It's good times. And I read my book. What I read them? Um... Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus was <laughs> the book I brought on board. Cause, but that wasn't for the special needs. That was for the preschoolers that uh, we get later on in the route. But uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm having fun being a bus aide. I just don't know about this bus driver thing. Hmm. Now that said, let's jump into the tarot overview of the week. Yes. Now I decided to use uh, Native Spirit again by Denise Lynn. I love this deck. I'm having fun with this deck and I will probably keep using it. Right, Lucky Duck? I'll probably keep using it for a while. So just be prepared. This is the deck I'm using. Uh, I'm sure you guys will all be able to live with it. Now what happens now is, um, well, I shuffle the cards and I, I put out three cards. And what you guys do is you kind of, you know, imagine card one, two, or three and see which one stands out the most for you. And, right, Sarah? And when I um, tell you the meaning of one, two, or three, whatever cards you picked, that's what your energy is going to look like for the upcoming week. All right? Right, Sarah? That's right. Squeaker here. Um, she, yeah, she hasn't been in my office in three years. About three years. Yeah. When the monster children were born, when Sweet Pea, uh, you know, birthed those monsters underneath my bed, she stopped coming out of the bedroom because she was just so terrified of the cats. Because, you know, I'm going to say a cuss word. They're assholes. (laughs) They're assholes. They are the biggest assholes I have ever met when it comes to cats. And, um, but today she just, here she is. I'm like, I'm thinking it could be in response to the crazy weather we had uh, over the weekend here in Ohio. I mean, it kept cycling, cycling through sun, rain, sleet, snow, sun, rain, <laughs> sleet, snow, until the sun went down, and then it was just rain, sleet, snow. 
rain, sleet, snow. One point in time, there was such a blizzard going on outside. My son and I were thinking, seriously? We are in April, right? And something is going past my house. What is this? Ah, ambulance. I hope they're okay. Who's ever in there? Uh, But yeah. Oh, and a senior told my son that she thought he was hot. And she's good looking. So, you know, he he's he's feeling, you know, pretty pretty there <laughs> right now. He kills me. Anyways, okay. So, where is my Jeopardy? Sarah, I can't stop. I cannot stop and pay attention to you. I have to do it afterwards. So, I'm going to hit the Jeopardy theme. You guys think about cards one, two, or three. Which one ever jumps out for you, that is the one you pick. And you can't change it. The card you pick is the card you pick this time. Okay, guys? Okay. And there we go. Jeopardy. Woohoo. And uh, Sarah added in her two cents as you were listening to the Jeopardy theme. So what'd you pick? A card number one, a card number two, or a card number three? I'll let you know ahead of time what I picked. I picked card number I picked card number one. So if you're with me and picked one, let's see what we got going here. Well, for card number one, we have Prayer Feather. Prayer feather. Okay? And this says, love is flowing to you and through you. No matter what an individual is saying or doing, love him or her anyway. Gather your inner forces. Silently and secretly, love deeply and fully. With every ounce of your being, even if someone isn't fulfilling your expectations. Because, you know, it's easy to love people when they're acting wonderfully. The true challenge is to love them when they aren't. Okay, so that is card number one. Now, if you picked card number two, you picked the peace pipe. Heal heal old wounds with people and situations. Carefully do whatever you need to do to make amends. Forgive yourself and forgive others. It's time. You no longer need to carry the burden. You are a mender. Help others mend bridges in their lives. You bring peace to the world. And then if you chose... Number three, you got medicine woman slash medicine man. Profound inner and outer healing is occurring. You're a natural healer. You're on the mend and or a situation is being resolved. Have faith that it's happening. You are a sacred healer. You are a medicine woman, medicine man of the soul. So if you look at the overview of all three of these, you have, you know, loving people no matter um, what they're doing. You know, love's flowing through you, so love. The second one is about healing, and the third one is about healing. So, it's kind of like love and healing this week. That's right, Sarah. And now she she hasn't been here in three years, and now she won't leave me alone. So, that's an interesting overview for everybody for the week. Yes. Again, the deck is Native Spirit by Denise Lynn. It's a beautiful deck. I suggest you pick it up. 
check it out. Now, the topic today I want to discuss is telepathic sex and soulmates. <coughs> I picked this topic because on alithese.com and outofbodyecstasy.com, two of my websites, telepathic sex and telepathic connection are the two top areas that people are looking at. And soulmates is the third. So that's why I decided to combine them both and talk about telepathic sex and soulmates. So if you're unfamiliar with me and what I do, you're probably asking yourself, well, what the hell is she talking about? What's, what's telepathic sex? It is the merging of your energy and mind with another uh, individual's energy and mind to engage in sexual satisfaction and, uh, if you wish, love. Everything and everything around us is energy in, you know, different forms. Books are energy. Cats are energy. This computer is energy. Me talking in this microphone is energy. Everything is, everything is energy. Therefore, everything is connected. And if everything is connected and we're all energy, if you focus, you should be able to connect energy to energy, a direct link. And that's what I teach people to do with telepathic sex. Okay. Now, soulmates. What is a soulmate? There is a lot of misconceptions about soulmates I found, uh, which is why I decided to write the book, Soulful Connections. And uh, that should be coming out here, hopefully, I pray, in probably about three or four months. But I want you to imagine a carton of eggs. And for kicks and giggles, they're all hard-boiled eggs, okay? So in this carton of eggs, pick one in the bottom, you know, in the corner. Pick it up, slice it in half. You and the other half of that egg are what's called a twin flame. You are two halves of one whole, a twin flame. Okay? So put the egg back in the carton. Everybody else in that carton is a soulmate, including your twin flame. Okay? <clears throat> the closest couple of eggs to you, that's the closest souls to you, other than your twin flame, and that's called your soul cluster. Everybody in the egg carton, that's called your soul family. Now, when the eggs get shipped off to market, they're put in a nice big shipping carton. All the eggs or souls in that shipping carton are your soul group. And the carton or the big container, you know, the farm that the eggs came from, that's your soul circle. So we all have lots and lots and lots of soulmates. <laughs> lots of soulmates. And only one twin flame who is a soulmate. Okay. But only one soulmate is your twin flame. Get where I'm going there? And the misconception is, is that we all have just, we all have a soulmate. And we just only got one. One's it. Without that one, we're screwed. And that's not true. We all have thousands of soulmates. You know, some of them are closer to you than others. But again, they're still all soulmates. You have only one twin flame. So what I want to tell you, talk about here is how to have telepathic sex with one of your soulmates. 
It can be one of the thousands. Yes. Uh, but I will teach you here how to do it um, with one of them because soulmates are really the easiest individuals to have telepathic sex with because your souls are already connected. See, that's that's the thing with soulmates and with energy. As I mentioned earlier, everything is energy, everything is connected. But soulmates, even if uh, it's soulmate number 250,000 and you are still connected by a little intertwine of energy automatically. You don't have to direct it because it's already intertwined. Now you can put some more focus and make it stronger, but you don't have to focus it right off the bat because you guys are already intertwined. Okay, see where I'm going there? So that's why soulmates are the easiest ones to connect to for telepathic sex and also dream sex and astral sex, but we're just talking about telepathic sex here. So there's five steps to having a soulmate telepathic hookup. Okay, and there are five very easy steps. You ready? First one, center yourself. Focus in on the white light within you. Our souls like to admit a really nice white light. It's quite brilliant and beautiful. And I like to think of it on myself. I focus in on uh, on the gut level. And to me, when I focus in on the white light within, that's where it starts. That's like the center of the white light for me. So that's where I personally focus in. Now, center yourself, focus in on the white light within you. Two, allow yourself to feel, that's important, to feel the emotions of connecting to a soulmate. Okay? Connecting to a soulmate is an emotional experience. Connecting to a soulmate, any one of them, is full of love. It's full of connectivity. It's full of sharing. It's full of emotions. Okay? So when you're concentrating on the white light within you, imagine yourself with a soulmate and allow yourself to feel the emotions. Now, if you have a particular soulmate in mind, then focus in on that particular person. Okay? Number three. Now, this is kind of like giving somebody, you know, a shot with a syringe. Just go with me with this. What you want to do is you want to push the white light, the white energy that you are centering on within you, up and through your heart chakra, which is located in the center of your chest. And you take that energy and you direct it to their heart chakra. Okay, if you don't have a particular soulmate in mind, you just want to connect to a soulmate, that's fine. You just imagine another heart chakra somewhere to connect to. We all have very vivid imaginations, and I'm asking you to use yours during this time. When you push the energy out of your heart chakra, it goes from white to a greenish pink, because that's the color of the heart chakra. Okay, So take the white light, push it up and out through your heart chakra. And if it's any soulmate, just keep focusing in on the emotions of a soulmate and imagine your light 
connecting to somebody else's heart chakra. Okay, got this? We're connected. Okay, as soon as the connection is made, your heart chakra energy to their heart chakra, okay? All of the other heart, all the other chakras, and if you don't know what these are, Google their energy portals. All the other chakras automatically connect. So the hearts connect and it's like boom, 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 boom. It's automatic. You don't have to think about it. It automatically happens. Okay, that's another cool thing about connecting with the soulmate. (laughs) A lot of things are automatic. So it automatically happens. All right? But when it's automatically happening, it might feel kind of weird. It might feel kind of tingly. Your stomach may do some flippy flops. You may feel kind of sick at first until you're used to the, the big energy blast. So your initial reaction is going to be, no, I don't want to do this. I feel weird. And you're going to want to stop it. Don't stop it. You have to allow it to happen. Okay, so once it's connected, we're still using the imagination because it's a wonderful thing. Use your imagination and imagine the two of you engaging in real-time sex. So if you imagine grabbing one of your soulmates and throwing them up against the wall and kissing them and having your way with them, that's what you think about. That's what you imagine. That's what you allow to play out within your imagination and your energy. Okay, and number six, when you're all done, um, if an orgasm doesn't break the connection, then you can simply just imagine yourself taking a step back and withdrawing your energy. Okay, so the five steps are one, send yourself, focus in on the white light within you. Two, allow yourself to feel the emotions of connecting to a soulmate. Okay, if it's anybody in particular, focus in on them, what they look like, what they might be wearing, what they might smell like. Okay, number three, it's this is like kind of like giving someone a shot, stuff going through a plunger. Push the white light up and through your heart chakra to connect to their heart chakra. So you're pushing the energy up through to connect to them. When you push the energy up, out of you, via your heart chakra, the energy turns from white to a greenish pink. Okay? Number four. As soon as you connect to them, the other chakras will connect automatically. The key is you have to allow it. So allow yourself to feel the strange feelings. <laughs> That's going to happen. And five. Use your imagination to imagine the two of you engaging in real-time sex. So whatever you would want to do to him or her, By all means, go for it. Okay? And then when you're done, if an orgasm hasn't broken the two of you apart, you can just, you know, figuratively take a step back and the energy will cut out. Or you can just withdraw uh, the green energy back to you, kind of like um, throwing everything in reverse. It's sucking the energy back instead of pushing it out, suck it back. And it'll close the connection there. It sounds a lot more complicated than it actually is. Okay. Now, when you do this, different side effects, as I was mentioning earlier, you might feel lightheaded, you might feel dizzy, um, your stomach might be upset, uh, you might tremble because of the energy, uh, your stomach may be upset, you might get an instant headache, you might have um, cold sweats. The point is, is that you will feel something different. There'll be something physically that you feel. 
when this is going on. If you feel nothing, absolutely nothing, then you need to go back and restart because you're not connected, okay? Now, <clears throat> white light energy protection, because all energy, everything is energy and we're all connected. It's important that when the two of you are engaging in telepathic sex, that you are protected. Now, if you would like, when you push the green energy to the other person, you can also put the two of you in like a nice white energy bubble to keep you both safe. But I will tell you, we each have automatic um, automatic energy protectors. Okay, so when you're going over, you already have a layer of protection to connect to the other person. And that person already has a layer of protection. But if you want to be extra protected, and you can never be too safe, in my mind, then add the extra layer of white energy around the two of you. Okay, now, what if that person does not want you to connect to them? What if you're trying to connect to somebody and they're in a meeting? Or they're, you know, talking to their spouse? Or driving? And they really don't have time to feel anything sexual. Well, they can very well say no, like we do in the physical reality. And if you keep trying to connect, you keep running into a brick wall, so to speak. That's them saying no. You respect that no. Respect it and stop. Okay. We all have, again, automatic safeguards. The energy around us automatically keeps um, people from connecting. People we don't know from connecting automatically. So if someone tries to, you know, invade the sanctity of your connection, you know, like a little alarm goes off, figuratively speaking, but you'll be able to feel it. So there are safeguards in place to learn more because there's much, much more to this. Uh, if you want to go deeper, to learn more about it, check out outofbodyecstasy.com or check out my other site, alithese.com. Uh, both URLs are in the show notes. Whew. So here we are at the end. I want to thank you for joining me here at Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find me at my main site, which is AllieThies.com. You guys have yourself a wonderful week, and I'll catch you next Monday. Take care.